You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Grind Season. I'm Jason Smith, one of your co-hosts here on Grind Season, uh, a podcast on Odyssey, co-host of the Jason John Midday Radio Show here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, That's on from 11 to 2, Monday through Friday on 929 FM ESPN and Odyssey. Stage can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jason Smith 929. My talented co-host is Anthony Sane. He's got the hoodie on. Uh, it's a different mood around here these, these days. He is the tribal chief of Grizz Twitter. Uh, y'all know him as covering the Grizzlies now for the last decade and every on every platform possible, written radio podcast form. You can follow him on Twitter at Sane Asylum. Uh, Brother Sane, how are you feeling with the Grizzlies now streaking in the wrong direction? Brother, since the last time we talked, the Grizzlies are on three. I um, want to put out a disclaimer, Jason, before we get started. This will be okay. a adult-rated podcast. I got the hoodie on. I got the I got the do rag on. I don't know if we got. I don't, oh. know, I don't even know these videos gonna make it, man. I got the do rag on. I got the hoodie. The black do rag is on, y'all. Yeah, it's it's one of them games, bro. For real. The, yeah, the black do rag is on. It's gonna be one of them games for real. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be an adult show, man. A couple, goddamn it, there's gonna be some cursing today, man. Cause I'm just, I'm totally disgusted. But we will get into it, man. Uh, we got a nice uh, next show. Hopefully, nobody's bringing the 13 year old to the show like they yeah. did to the Chris Rock <laughs> and uh, Dave Chappelle show last night. Yeah, you got oh, kids, but, man. Leave, leave, yeah. leave them. We'll get them away from the speakers today, man. That little boy unfortunately learned something about his mama last night. That was yeah, unfortunate. No, we're not gonna do. We're not gonna have the kids around uh, tonight. With saying maybe, maybe on a on a on a cursing rant. Uh, first things first, like we said, you can hear us on Grind Season twice per week on the free Odyssey app, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just search for Grind Season. That's S-Z-N. Do us a favor. Push that subscribe button. Thank you very yeah. much. Appreciate those of you all that have uh, listened to us twice per week, and we'll continue to do that throughout the season on into the off season. All right. On this edition of Grind Season, saying said that things have changed since the last time we spoke. Yeah. changed quite a bit. Last I time. said we'd never lose again. Last Seriously. time, man. Yeah, Shout out to George Lapidus, man. Bringing up George Lapidus and uh, and everything else, and that's how I felt, man. We were flying high. Grizzlies had tied a franchise record with eleven straight, and since then, uh, since we last spoke, they've now lost to the Lakers, to Phoenix, and to Sacramento. They have begun this season-long five-game road trip, zero and three, and have dropped what two games behind Denver. Denver's got a chance to make it two and a half games tonight. I think they're taking on the Pelicans tonight. Mm-hmm. Had a double digit lead there early. So, so at one time you're battling Denver for number one. Uh, here you are having lost three straight on the road. And now there's a little bit of distance in between, at least a, a distance that may keep Taylor Jenkins from coaching the all-star yeah, game. Still, you're not, you know, you're certainly not out of striking distance to get back in that number one position for the season. All that said, it's certainly turned in the wrong direction right now. We'll talk about how the Grizz can get it turned in the right direction before they play Golden State on Wednesday, the fourth game of this five-game road trip. We'll do that tonight. We'll also talk about this bench rotation and whether or not 
what we've seen the last three games has changed, affected how we feel about whether the Grizzlies need to make a move here before the trade deadline. Is Danny Green going to be the move? Is that sufficient? Uh, uh, you know, what they, it seems like what they've had the last couple of nights certainly has not been, albeit you had a couple of reserves and starters roles last night against uh, Sacramento without Steven Adams, without John Morant. Uh, is Danny Green the answer? We will ask that question in our second segment. And finally, the segment we do to start every uh, week, sort of review what happened over the weekend, who brought the seasoning. Maybe in this case, it's who didn't bring the seasoning since the Grizzlies have lost three straight. So that is the show today. Uh, but saying let's start here. It was 122-121 the Lakers. Literally handed that one, gave it to him. Mm -hmm. Edmund Bain getting uh, letting Schroeder take the ball from him late. Uh, 112-110 to Phoenix, a game in which you fall behind early, make a, you know, make a nice comeback, get back within the in striking distance, but end up losing that one ultimately. And then you get rolled out of the building in that fourth quarter against Sacramento, 133-100. Um, saying what's gone wrong, I'll just ask you very simply to start the discussion. What, what's What's been the difference here on this West Coast trip? Jason, I hate to say this, um, and I'm going to – Butter this up the best way I can. I'm going to season this up the best way I can. Don't butter it up, though. Huh? I was going to say seasoning is cool. I was saying seasoning is cool, but don't butter it up. Don't give it give it to us real. Right. All right. This team might be fraudulent. What? I'm sorry to say it. I mean, let's 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 talk about it. Okay. 11 game winning streak. We got we caught a lot of teams without their guys, a lot of games at home. As soon as we get on the road and get some opposition from a team who teams who those teams in the West don't look at us like the teams in the East, bro. Like that's just it just is what it is. Those teams in the West are all gunning for our heads. And we're their Super Bowl. They all want to knock us off. We get any type of resistance where we're in, where the bullet where the bullet gets bullied, and we're losing. That Lakers game was absolutely terrible that it was even that close. You don't close the game out at home. I mean, you don't close the game out in the final minutes. Phoenix, you're down 30 to the Phoenix team with no Devin Booker. Yeah. You're down 30 to them. You climb all the way back. Whatever. A for effort, whatever you want to do. Sacramento made you look silly. First and fourth quarters. Both of them, really. Yeah, made yeah. you look silly. There are guys on this team that when they had their first little bad stretch, you know, after Christmas, <clears throat> you look at it, you're like, okay, you probably geared up this whole season for Golden State. You probably were a little tight round. They came out and punked you out. So you're probably dealing with the hangover of that. All right, we're back. We won 11 straight. As soon as you get on the road again, you're losing and you're looking bad doing it. Certain guys on this team look like they're just not ready for real games. When I say real games, games when the other team gives a shit. When it's not just a Tuesday night game against some random Eastern Conference team, whatever. When these teams, these teams in the West who want to prove a point against you, every one of them have beat your ass. What's what's the um you said this earlier? I think you put it in the notes. What what is our record? What is our road record overall on the season? I believe it's eleven and thirteen. No, it ain't good. And that's dropped to eleven and thirteen. I think. What's our record against the Western Conference? Uh, against the West, it is. What else can I say other than these guys might be frauds? Fifteen and thirteen. Fifteen Bro, and thirteen. Yeah. I, yeah. I know we're the number two team in the West, 
And I know that we're a good team. Don't get me, don't get it twisted. We are a title contending team. But man, there are so many things that are just it just makes me wonder what's true about this team. I know I, I can say for a fact that Ja Morant is one of the better offensive players in the NBA. I can say that Jaron Jackson Jr., when he's on the court, <laughs> is one of the better defensive players, might be the best defensive player in the entire NBA. The way that he protects the rim at an elite level, I believe it. I believe that Desmond Bain is a high, high caliber role player, like as far as like being a great Robin to John Morant's Batman. Whether he's getting to the basket, where he's knocking down threes. I think all three of those things are true. I don't, there's nothing else about this team I believe to be true that I thought was true maybe a week or, week or two ago. It's just a disgusting three game. Man, it's, do you, do you see this getting any better? Do you, you think we're going to beat Golden State at home? I mean, on the road? I think, I think I think you're overreacting. I think you're overreacting. Nah, I might be, Jeff. I might be, Jason. That's fine. And 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 and, and maybe that's you know maybe that's more, always me. But I tell you one thing: you, I mean, this team is still the the best defensive team in the league. I know offensively, it's been up and down here of late. I mean, they went up to six. Now they're back down out of the top ten. Dylan Brooks can't hit the side of a barn. But like Man. they're. they're Show me a team in the West. Show me one team in the West that's more than two games over five hundred. There ain't there ain't none. You know, Sacramento's two games over five hundred. I think the the Denver's got a chance to be after tonight. Like it's you're right in the West. Everybody's gunning for you. You're right, and they haven't met that you're in in some of these. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten ugly to a point. But but in the West, all over, it's been tough to win on the road. Now, do a do Grizzlies got a problem on in a what West Coast Western. Uh, West Coast uh, in in mountain time zone games, yeah. Because what is it, three and seven? Yeah. I've seen multiple outlets put that number out where they're three and seven in mountain time and uh, West Coast games, and so that's got improved. But no, I'm saying, I, I listen. You're still talking about a young team that's still trying to figure things out in the middle of a you know regular season where you'd expect them, sure, having won eleven in a row to 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 finish that Lakers game and and to add on to that streak, man. But with this young team, bro, you're talking about they went out to L.A. You know they went out there and did their thing. They had Dylan Brooks's birth. You know, I, not, I'm not saying they had a, but you got Dylan you Brooks. Sorry on your birthday, man. How you Dylan sorry Brooks on your birthday? birthday is in the middle of stuff. I mean, <laughs> it, then you come back and again against Sacramento, you don't have Stephen Adams and you don't have John ja Morant. They're resting, yeah. so I, I can. I'm not making excuses, saying as much as I'm pointing to some things here and saying there's no reason to call, to say that they're fraudulent because to your points, the number two look. Jaron Jackson leads the best defense in the league still, even after this three-game losing streak. And Ja Morant is a superstar. And so, right. you know, and again, your road record in the West is not much different than anybody else's in the West. And so for all those reasons, hell, I might feel different saying we come back in here on Thursday after the Golden State game. You know, they they you know, they don't play for two quarters in this game or mm-hmm. able to close out. Well, then you're seeing too much of the same thing too consistently. But hopefully, you know, and especially having Given John Stephen Adams a blow in the second half of that back to back, you get their better and the way you should feel like you owe Golden State, you get a better effort. But I still think there are things you could fall back on. Am I am I concerned about the bench? You know the rotation, which we'll get to here. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Am yeah, I concerned? No am I concerned about Dylan Brooks right now and just yeah, what man. you know how how he's hurting them on the offensive end as much as we've raved, I've raved, mm-hmm. hell, you know, giving him season and everything else for what he's done defensively. He's killing them right now offensively. So a lot to be concerned about, but I don't, I'm, I ain't ready to go fraudulent saying, I, I think this is still one of the best teams in the NBA. 
I ain't saying they're not, Jason. What I'm talking about is holding up their trophy at the end of the season. Bro, they like 23 and 24 years old. That's a tall order asking them to hold it up. Boston wasn't ready to do that last year. You know, I, I winning the winning the Western, getting to the finals would for you know this year would be for this this younger team. There is still so much to learn, same for these young dudes to learn. And the regular season ain't really where you're learning. As much as we want them to win every game, bro, it, bro, they they you get on that West Coast, you lose focus. Role players don't play as well when you leave home. So I'm just. I'm trying to talk you off the ledge, man. I'm like, on it. I'm yeah, on it, man. For the couple of times where the Grizzlies have struggled. I, 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 I'm not I'm not gonna stop off this ledge that we gotta play Golden State tomorrow. And then tomorrow I, when we play them. I want to say when they had dropped four or five, you were a little bit on the ledge. I was trying to reel you back in. Yeah, I was. Maybe I'm, we can uh, gonna, we can get you back. Yeah. I get I get off of it if we beat Golden State. They got I mean, they, they gotta salvage some on this road trip. I'm with you you yeah. I mean, I'm with you. They need this win against Golden State. This is not some you know, and they and Gold State's got its own issues too. So, this you need yeah. to, and, and again, that's assuming you've got. I mean, it was what knee soreness for one of them, ankle soreness for the. That's assuming you got John and Stephen Adams. I think you, you need those two if you're going to be Golden State. There, they're still what one of the best teams in the league at home. What's that? Uh, what's that home record? Seventeen and six still. So formidable, and you were embarrassed on Christmas Day. So. Let's get that one. Let's get same backing away from that uh from that ledge talking about the Grizzlies yeah, are I'm, I'm a, they, they are, man. How you figure they not? Fortunately, young. That I mean, you ain't gonna go out and win every game. You're gonna lose focus. Jason, like Desmond Bain letting letting Schroeder take that ball from man. That's just come on, bro. That that's like, what are you doing? And and again, young dude there at the end of the game, man. Hold on, they got a foul. You supposed you know, there is no reason to be rattled there, but. You know, those are those are those are those are the lessons, man, that you learn for a young team. And like I said, the real ones don't start to the playoffs, man. Jason Smith, were the Sacramento Kings not bad last year? Man, like they, we were, yes, we but were like, they're third in the West, saying they're third in the West. Yes, no, man, we, they were bad last year, and we were yeah. clowning these dudes about they traded. Uh, uh, what's the They traded Halliburton for uh for Bonus. the bonus, right? Everybody was clowning. Oh, what they doing? What they doing? Yeah, I was one yeah. of them. I was right. one of them. I gotta say, I was one of them. And now, and then they went out in this offseason. They said, you know what? Let me go get some guys that can, like, shoot the ball. Let me go get Malik Monk. Let me go get the kid from Atlanta. I can't think of his name, the white kid. Oh, uh, Red Velvet. Yeah, 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 Red Velvet Cake. Let's go get him. Let's let's go, let's go. get dudes who can shoot the ball. They ain't got to be best friends. They ain't got to know each other. They ain't got to be chemistry fits. Let me go get some dudes that can shoot the ball. And guess what? They're good. One best offense in the league. And I would not want to see them dudes. In, in no round of the playoffs, they're they're freaking good. They'd be just like Minnesota last year, saying they wouldn't know how to win in the playoffs. They'd be good, might get a game or two off you, but I, I and I almost should have hesitated saying two games because it's a different level of win. I'm with you though. It's just, and I get you being frustrated by watching them and seeing that and saying they're good, but bro, they just trying to be what the Grizzlies were last year. They just trying to. They're not. They're not ready to win in the playoffs yet. Are we ready to win in the playoffs? Though? Yes, yes, because I, that's how. Let's be real. If they could fast forward it right now, John East, though, they do not care anymore about the about, you know, I, you'd like them, like I said, to have made that winning streak 12, 13, especially against the teams they were playing. Lakers, you had LeBron checked out of that game. Phoenix with no Devin Booker, like you were supposed to add to it. But see, that's the thing. You think you uh, as soon as you, you know, a young team thinks it's got it figured out, it gets off. That's when yeah. that's when you have a tendency to lose focus. I think that's what we've got a case here saying as opposed to, you know, any major issues. Are there things on the 
on the frame to 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 work on on the out on the edges? Absolutely, there are. Mm-hmm. And are there concerns with some of your starters? Sure, but um, come on, bro, come on, calm down. I don't, I don't think they're in a position to just kind of sit back and play it cool, like you know everything will be fine. We'll just get through the season. No, I'm with you, and against the there's, better competition in the West. Yeah, man, we're getting handled. Like every, anybody good that's in the West, they're they're handling us. Like, but Den- Denver's 11 and 10 on the road. Sacramento, I told you, they're like the best on the road in the West. They're only two games over 500 on the road. Mm-hmm. Everybody else below 500. So, you know, at 9 and 11 or whatever, it, no, excuse me, 11 and 13 now for the Grizzlies. You know, yeah, you got to be better. You got to gotta be better. I'm going to end this segment like this. Y'all pray for me. That's all I can say. If you're listening, don't, don't, don't get frustrated. Just pray for me. Y'all pray for Stain and then go to the Odyssey app, the free Odyssey app. <laughs> download the grind season podcast and subscribe that's what we need you to do pray download subscribe uh sane needs it we all need prayer heck these grizzlies can lose use a little bit right now it's been such a a nasty little lull when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. But that that moves us to our our second topic. Uh, And of course, yes, you're listening to the Grind Season podcast. Uh, You can get it on the free Odyssey app saying it's uh, it's what do you do with the uh, the back of that rotation? Do you have to go make a move? Maybe it's not the back of the rotation. Maybe it's a major move. Have have what we've seen uh, the last three games changed how we feel about the Grizzlies, you know, possibly potentially needing to go get some help. Is Danny Green the answer? We know we got the trade deadline coming up on February 9th. Uh, what do you think? I think you know. Last night again, because you got a couple of bench guys in the starting lineup. It's you know, it's you, you, Tyus is in there. Xavier Tillman's kind of hard to judge. You got basically nothing from the bench. Nobody in double figures. <laughs> but even even the night before against Phoenix, they didn't get much. They're tenth in the league in bench scoring. Uh, but again, maybe the problem is bigger than that. Saying they need to go do something. They need to pull the trigger on something here before the trade deadline. You trade them all. No, Danny Green ain't the Danny Green. No, I'm, I'm, I'm joking, man. Uh, I feel myself moonwalking off the edge just a little bit. They say the prayers of the righteous prevail much, man. You know what I mean? Yes. I know you're a righteous man. Amen. Basically. Amen. Amen. But no, nah, man, um, if Danny Green is some version of what you saw last year with Philadelphia, who shot the ball very well, he's an older guy, but he's not like – there are guys in the league that are older than Danny Green. I mean, you know, what is he, 35, right? I think Danny's around that. I'm pulling it up. Yeah, yeah but I believe he's around 35. Might be. Still might be. He's still wearing skinny jeans and his little denim jackets and stuff. I noticed that. Still dresses very young. Yeah, he's still, you know, he still got a little swag to him. Got his, you know, got the uh, f boy haircuts and stuff in his head. You know, he, you know, he's still doing his thing. But I think if you get any version of him that's comparative to the version you saw in Philadelphia, where he can knock down shots, play a little defense. Yeah, cool. I, I'll take that. 
Because that guy might be the best wing player we have off our bench, if, if that's who he is. You know what I mean? Just being realistic as far as guys who are ready to play in the playoffs. If, if he's ready, cool. And I will say this. I've heard this uh, kind of thrown out on 92.9 FM. Um, today, listening on the radio, this to Giannotto and Jeffrey. And they were talking about, will Danny Green be what he played before the trade deadline? I will say a quick yes. The trade deadline is in two weeks. I think we will see whether Danny Green can play or not in the next two weeks. I think we'll see him actually on the court within that amount of time. And it gives you the opportunity to, to see what he is and if you need to make a move. And if you need to make a move, I think they need to be realistic with themselves and make a move. Like, like I just said, Sacramento added guys over the summer. You added Malik Monk, who was on crack. <laughs> That's not a joke. Like, Malik Buck was on crack. I don't know. It might not have been crack. He was on some drug. Might have been crack-ish. But you had, they added freaking Malik Monk this offseason. They added Hooter, Herder, him, a shooter. They added somebody else, too. They picked up somebody else that could shoot the ball, too. But I'm just saying, bro, like. Yeah. Uh, Lyles. Like, and Lyles last yeah, night. Yeah, added your boy Lyles. Like, th- that team made simple moves. Didn't really give up a lot to get these guys. They got Monk and Free AC. I want to say they traded like maybe a first round pick or something to get hurt. I mean, come on, bro. It's like you can't if you if you see that you have a problem in a certain area, you're just not going to address it. This isn't this isn't uh, Professor X's Academy of Extraordinary uh, Children. Like I know the development thing is cool, but you got to be ready to like this is there is a championship in sight with this team. The West, the Western Conference is not good to the point where. You could just, well, we're just going to sit this one out and wait till it's our turn. No, our, our turn could very well be this year. There, there's not a team in the West, shout out to John Morant, that I'm tripping about, that I'm worried about. I think that this team gets the places to its potential. They can beat anybody in the West, anybody in the NBA. They're that talented. But I don't think this is the year where you could just sit back like, well, we're just focusing on development and, and consistently seeing improvement. No, man, we can win a championship this year. And I think that if you if Danny Green isn't the answer, and you see that there are issues, you need to make a deal at, at the deadline. You can't be arrogant to the point where you think that this is a finished product because it's not. A deal that would involve a what, though, Sam? What, what are you willing to give up? Here's my thing. If it takes a first-round pick to put to give yourself a super solid wing player that can knock down some shots, maybe play some defense, give you some scoring, I'm down with it. Dead and whatever makes the numbers work off the bench, whether that's a Conchar Tillman, one of your young guys, whatever it takes to get a Malik Beasley, to get an Alec Burks, whatever it takes to get one of those guys. You need something, man. And I know that you're talking about I just want to make sure you're talking about edge work pieces and not throwing a Dylan Brooks in the, or on an expiring contract in a deal oh, on, I would now. on something bigger. At this now. point now you would throw you would put Dylan Brooks in there. Now if if Toronto calls me about my boy OG and something bigger. Yeah, I would trade. I would trade. Uh, and I think I honestly think you could get. In a perfect world, if we're playing a video game where personalities and attitudes and chemistry don't matter. I would trade. I don't think that, I don't think Toronto really gives a crap. I think they're ready to blow it all the way up. I think they just want picks. I would give Toronto whatever picks satisfy the deal, whether it be two, whether it be three. I would send out lesser players to get Ananobi to make the numbers work. And I would keep Dylan. And I would bring Dylan off the bench and I would start OG at the three. But we don't play, we don't live in a video game world 
we live in a world where their, their personalities and you know attitudes and chemistry and all those type of things. But we need to do something, Jason Smith. I can't I, I can't I can't depend on first of all, let's talk about this. I talked about this on Twitter too. Let's talk about the fact that the guy that was the first guy we picked in the draft is ass. <laughs> let's talk about Jake Laravia, who's terrible. That was the guy we, you know, we traded up for. I mean, Son- but but saying Santi was ass last year to use your to use your phrase, like <sighs> Smith. I mean, he was. Last he year was we were not. But last year we were not title contenders coming into the season. I understand that Laravia is not ready to contribute to any kind of contention this year. I will agree with you there. But I, you know, I, I'm with you on okay this season. If you want to count Laravia, right. I'm fine with that. I thought you you know who could use uh, Jake Laravia. Penny Hardaway, he'd probably be outstanding in the, in the Memphis Tiger office. Because, boy, he can shoot it in theory. Well, that's what they say, yeah. He can shoot it in theory, I tell you. But, no, nah, man, like, that guy's not good. Roddy's not ready for the playoffs. Dude, you might be. By I was going to say, you might be beating up the wrong dudes, the rookies. What, what, about, the, uh, what about the vets who not contributing? Zaire ain't ready for nothing. Shout out to Zaire. You ain't ready, man. No, I hope help turn them back on. I'm telling you, yeah. Zaire, y'all count now Zaire too early. That man hit shots in the playoffs last year. Bro, y'all, y'all act like but Smith, y'all are acting like Zaire just came back like a few games ago. Man, Zaire been back for about two months, bro. I understand. <laughs> if you look at the last two weeks, it's picked up. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but you could tell by feel. And yeah, oh, he, we, the Phoenix game he went off. Phoenix game he went off. He did, man, and, and and I'm telling you, it's it's there. He just needs more minutes yeah. and everything. I I'm not telling you Zaire's all of a sudden going to turn out to be a hit with that pick. Like you spent, yeah. you you know, you spent to get him. That said, um, no, I think I, I I'm I you can't bank on him consistently right now. You can't trust him. I I will completely agree with you there. Smith, I'm just kind of frustrated. Y'all here saying he's pushing the button. He's frustrated, like I'm assuming. Many a Grizzlies fan are. I don't know. Maybe we'll I'm not. We'll have another eight, nine game win streak. We'll be hitting the gritty and we'll be. That's what I was just going to say. Like, the the side by city. yeah, we'll be doing all this. So it'll be hey, back. Let me turn around, win eight in a row uh, uh, n- next week. And we're looking at this thing. We were talking about. Uh, yeah, we'll play the Pelicans and get smashed on the road. <laughs> uh, it'll be. So we're talking about, uh, of course, you know, what to do before the trade deadline here. But, but before we get to our final segment, so what they've got Golden State coming up on Wednesday. And then they to finish off the season-long five-game road trip, they'll take on uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, a team that would love to be in the Grizzlies' position right now. They're still trying to figure things out, although I see Anthony Edwards out here dunking on people again. Uh, still can't figure them out. And and I, I, that that I, they they do not concern me. That said, they've always they always put a circle around uh, the Grizzlies mm-hmm. anytime they see them. That's certainly to them a rivalry. And you've got the uh, the playoff history from last year, so. Like we said, hopefully the Grizzlies can salvage, uh, salvage and be winning the last two of these of these uh, of this five games. You go two and three on this road trip after an zero and three start. I think at this point, that's about the best you could. There's no question that's the best you could do. Um, this episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, 
only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Finally, saying, and of course, you're listening to the Grind Season podcast. Uh, you can get it on the free Odyssey app. We do it twice per week. Uh, we'll continue that throughout the season and on into the offseason. Uh, as we look back, saying over the last three games, usually this is a who brought the season in. It's a, it's a reward for good things done. Uh, I have a feeling it might not be, at least for one of us, uh, this week. But uh, who brought the seasoning, or in this case, who did not bring the seasoning for the Memphis Grizzlies this past week or any other uh, 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 team or individual you'd like to crown this week? Jason, one of the most simple but yet effective seasonings in a brother closet is simple table salt. Iodized, sea salt, whatever whatever care you use. It's one of the most effective seasonings a brother can, can use. There's What's something the else about that sea salt, Jason Smith. I don't even know if it's true or not. I, hold on. I know this part is true, but I don't know the back part is true. Something about that salt, Jason Smith, can give you high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. As a black man, and, and I'm 43 years old, I know for a fact that high blood pressure runs in my family. That's all to get you, Jason Smith. Mm-hmm. So they created this stuff called Mrs. Dash, which I believe is a fake ass version of salt. Am I, am yep. I correct? Is that what Mrs. Dash is? Healthy salt. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a consumer of Mrs. Dash. You assumed I did. Don't you? <laughs> I think Mrs. Dash is some fake ass salt, Jason. I think it's a. I think it's a. Hey. Uh, I don't know, man. What do y'all check that out? Well, I, I think I know what I'm talking about, but I, I think Mrs. Dash is fake ass salt. But for the point of this point I'm trying to make, we're going to make Mrs. Dash be some fake ass salt, all right? Mm-hmm. All right. It ain't salt, but it damn, it looked like it. It is. It, it ain't the same thing, all right? When we traded, and I never mentioned this person's name the entire time we're doing the show, just like I waited for this segment. Because, oh, I've been waiting to get you. When we traded, the Anthony Melton, Oh, Anthony the same was like, oh man, we good. We got guys that can replace what he could do. We got a 6'10 shooting guard in Zaire Williams. And we got this guy who's been around in a program. We we G-leagued him and you know, we two-wayed him and we gave him a deal and gave him a nickname. And I said, man, don't tell me John Conchar can't stand in the corner and knock down threes and play defense and get rebounds and you had a miss to do something. He's gonna be a miss to do a little bit of everything. That's what that's what John Conchar is gonna be this year. I had faith in you, John Conchar. I had faith in you, man. You misses the ass, motherfucker. You <laughs> salt substitute. You a few salt substitute, man. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, get, get him out of man, here, man. You t- you done with Conchar, bro? Man, I'm done with him. And bro, you know what? I should have stuck to my damn guns, bro. I used to be like, this dude is rubbish. I was saying this for years, a couple years ago. I remember on your show, you said uh, you were known for it. Jeff Calkins called yeah. me out on his show. Like, I get on Twitter, and the first thing I see is that just saying, jumping on John Contract. What did John Contract do? 
And people are all saying, you're, you're, you're racist, man. I mean, come on, man. Jitty can play, man. Come on. All right, man. All right, whatever. So Jitty started having big games. All right, man. Yeah, I got faith in Jitty. To the point where I was saying, bro, he can he can do a lot of stuff that Anthony Melton did. He's like a lighter version of him. Mm. And Anthony Melton's salt, he's semi-salt. <laughs> no, man, you miss his ass. John Conchar, last five games. Total total point scored. Take a guess, Jason Smith. Five games. Ten. Motherfucker tried two. What? He's got he scored two points in the past five games. Two. Good lord. Is five he playing? Yeah, I know the, the minutes have been up and down, but that's no excuse. He plays he's, let me give you a stat, hey, he's been he's been given every chance. Those are the last five games he's played in. These aren't DND, these aren't DNPs. I got you. Yeah, the yeah, last yeah. five games he's clocked in time. That's he's crazy. ran up and down the court. Two points. He scored two points total in uh, those five games. They're attacking him defensively as well, so that you're just giving up. Yeah, a lot. you're right. You know, you want to know the last time that John Carshaw scored double digits? Not 20 Wait. points, like more than I'll tell you what, the last time he scored more than six points. Don't even give it double digits. When's the last time he scored more than Five points. The December or some point? Like, I don't. January the first, he scored twelve. Okay, the the first of December, on first of January. Man, you do got to go back. What's the last one? The last time he scored twenty points. Well, I know that's going to be a stretch. <laughs> it ain't happened this year. Of course, no. He scored nineteen. His that was hit. on. He scored nineteen on November the eighteenth. It's gonna say his shooting is way down from fifty-one percent to forty-three. The three-point shooting's down from forty-one to thirty-six, uh, even on more three-point attempts because he's been giving obviously given more opportunity. Obviously, taking three a game this year, it's come down. But uh, overall, the shooting, especially going to the basket, everything has dropped off. Saying it's dropped away. Right. Need Danny Green yeah. because they tried like Roddy. All of they tried. They need somebody to, get to move ahead of so you can. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna—I I'm ain't got nothing else to say. I'm gonna hand the show off to you. I'm done. If Danny Green is not—if you don't think Danny Green is gonna be the real deal, like mm-hmm. he's gonna be like a factor, not just like playing five, ten minutes a game. Where I'm talking, you think he can give you fifteen to twenty? If you don't mm-hmm. think he's the guy who can give you fifteen to twenty minutes a game, and if you don't think Zaire Williams is gonna get better as the season will, and Anthony Sane is gonna be on the record to tell you now, I think both of those things can happen. I think they will happen. I think Danny Green's gonna be fine. And I think Zaire is gonna be good as well if you don't think that if you're the Memphis Grizzlies and you don't think that and you don't make a deal at the deadline you are being foolhardy you're not smart you're not you're not focusing on this development you are being foolish in a season where the west is just bad and that's all I gotta say I think they tell you the former we believe in the two of them Zaire and Danny Green that's what they would tell you that's what the that, that and that's going that that's why they're going to ultimately end up I think standing pat uh, but we will see. We will see. I'm, I'm eager to see what Danny Green can bring. I know can he's mo- he's motivated to contribute to this team. I think he sees an opportunity, you know, to be yeah. on a winner down the stretch in the playoffs and be contributing to a, you know, a real contender. So we know he's motivated to play well. So uh, looking looking forward to see what he brings. Uh, just for me, it's just a little bit of, uh, you know, in in terms of a seasoning for it, I don't know. Maybe it's just a cold shower saying, but I need <laughs> I need Dylan Brooks to calm down. You know, I man. need him to calm down on the offensive end. The man was, was sorry on his birthday. 
Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's something we've said repeatedly. And now I know, you know, we've been on here last couple of weeks raving about Dylan and how I felt like, you know, he's part of the DNA in this team and how you feel like, you know, at some point you can't move off of him. Uh, even talked about, you know, struggling offensively in that Cleveland game. But the, at the end of the game, remember, he's the one getting the block on Darius Garland, um, you know, oh, in, in that game. That feels it's, so long ago. <laughs> I know, doesn't it? it but that, a month ago. <laughs> yeah, that Captain 11 game win streak. And we both wow. talked about how much we love that Cleveland team. Like that was. You were beating a good Eastern Conference team just three games ago. That said, he is struggling uh, to a, in, in a way that he has not struggled in his entire career offensively. We know he's locked in defensively. He wants the top guy, but offensively right now, he went 14 of 43 over the field in the, in the last three losses. Um, 13 points against Sacramento, 10 at Phoenix, 9 against the Lakers for the month of January. Dylan Brooks is shooting 35% from the field and averaging just 12 points. It's 11.8. It's really below 12 points. Um, just last month, he was shooting 43% from the field. Now, 43 sounds great to the 35 he was he's shooting this month, but it was 17 points per game. So it's dropped way off this month. The efficiency's gone. You know, it's gone even lower than where it had been for the season. And now for the first time in Dylan Brooks's career, he's shooting – uh, below 40% on the season overall. He's now 39.8% shooting overall. He can You cannot blame a lack of shots or being pushed back in the pecking order, you know, behind the Desmond Bain, behind Jaron Jackson, obviously behind Jaron, uh, uh, John Morant, because you're still getting 14 shots, 15 shots per game. That should be enough for Dylan Brooks to be more efficient, to take better shots than he has. And so, you know, again, he gives you a lot defensively, but right now he's hurting you offensively. And it's, you know, it's got it's got to change, not just to to get him out of this three-game funk, but I think for the season so that, again, Saint, you know, whether it's playoff time or whatever, you know, you could figure out what you're going to do with this man offseason because I highly yeah. doubt they're going to involve Dylan Brooks in anything before the trade deadline. So no, I just no. I just need Dylan Brooks to, you know, get, you know, calm down. You, you, you ain't got to win every game offensively. You're the fourth option. Make it about efficiency. Make it about good shots. You know, giving your team a spurt when it needs it. Just do the simple stuff. I need that back from Dylan Brooks. So, and he ain't never going to be one of the league's most efficient players. He ain't ever going to be in that no. conversation. But it cannot, I don't even ask that of him, man. It cannot be 35% from the field for the month of January. Like, yeah. it, it's gotten to ridiculous lows. So, uh, like I said, Dylan Brooks got to clean it up. John John, John Conchar got to get out. <laughs> or more hey. so. The Grizzlies need to get him out of the rotation. Hopefully, getting a Danny Green, Zaire going can uh can help with that, man. Hopefully, that man, it does. That man is some Mrs. Dash. I'm ready for Dash's ass about the rotation. Oh, up off the roster. He's the one. Yeah, yeah. It's time to stop acting nice and start getting real, like they used to say on the Real World on MTV. Because, yeah, like Payne said, it's about championships now. You are truly a contender. We are a contender, man. We ain't no little cute, fuzzy team no more, man. No need to be cute and fuzzy. If you can go out and win it right now, I'm I'm behind you on that. I'm behind you on that. Go win it, man. West is looking terrible this year, man. The Clippers, all these fraudulent teams, man. They bums. Hopefully, hopefully Danny, with that experience and everything else, that coolness, been through this, done this, you know, help help with a little bit of focus, help with a little bit of shooting when you play in those Western Conference teams, uh, and things will get better. And uh, and hopefully we're talking about a win over Golden State the next time we come in here, which Let's should be which should be on Thursday. Yep, Grizzlies got Golden State uh, on Wednesday night. We'll be back on Thursday, uh, but that'll wrap up tonight's episode. Appreciate you guys for joining us. Uh, for our man Anthony, for my man Anthony, same for our producer Drew Barrett. 
I'm Jason Smith. Remember to stay on your grind.